Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast, where we get real about the ups and downs of the human experience, and we use yogic philosophy and self-study as our Bliss Tonic. I'm Michelle Anthony, yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, meditation advocate, and dancer, circus performer. Flow is flow is flow is flow. Let's dive into this week's episode. Howdy and welcome back to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. Michelle here, not uh, from the South, so I'll just stick to hello. (laughs) Let's take three breaths to settle in. So if you can, close your eyes, ground down everywhere that's touching the floor or the chair beneath you. Take a breath in through the nose, all the way full, expand spaciousness, hold it. As you exhale out the mouth, feel a deep sense of relaxation, surrender. (sighs) Two more rounds of breath in the nose, all the way full, spread, open, expand, hold. Soften as you exhale out the mouth. (sighs) Last one, breathe in, expand, spaciousness. Hold. Out the mouth, softening. And you can slowly come back. So today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about marrying visualization, specifically the visualization of embodied unity. What What does that even look like? Right? I think it's something that we're really, really distant from on a collective level let alone an individual level. For sure, there's many individuals who are in this space of visualizing embodied unity and perhaps are embodying it in their own lives. But we need to marry that visualization, that embodiment with aligned action because... We are of the third dimension of time and space. And because of that, and because we have egos, and we have a personality, we are an individual person. Yes, we are connected to everyone else, but we are a person acting in the world. And if we don't change our actions, then we're really not changing anything. Um, So we're also going to talk a little bit about pendulums, um, what that is, how can we still um, work with embodied unity and aligned action, changing our actions, but not necessarily engage or give energy to pendulums. Okay, so I'm going to share a little bit about a practice that I've been engaging with lately that has been really profound. It started off very abstract and like 
it's very hard to imagine this is what I do and my at the end of my meditations and give credit where credit's due I've been doing um Jai Dave's um kundalini yoga um and for I don't know how many days now beyond the 40-day practice that I signed up for and at the end um he has a little prayer that you know we we seal our practice in and it's may all beings be freed of suffering and may all beings find happiness and beyond just saying those words right like what would that look like can you imagine not only for your own personal life because we do and I do when we do in this podcast a lot of personal development a lot of ways that we can look at our own shit to make our lives better so that we stop reacting in the world so we stop projecting from our shadow from our wounds and start consciously um, showing up in the world consciously creating our life but what would that look like on a collective level? It's kind of difficult because we're very, very far from that on a collective level, especially now and forever since the beginning of time here on planet Earth. There has been struggle because it's a part of the human condition. But in this process of quote-unquote ascension, (laughs) which is really, I think, to me, this ascension to 5D, however you want to say it, all the hit people are saying that now, but really all that is, is how can we start to alleviate suffering on an individual and collective level and embody our purpose and happiness? How can we show up to do our dharma, which is our unique imprint in this world in a way that makes lasting change and affects generations to come? We already know that doing our inner work will affect our ancestors, our future ancestors, so that we can heal ourselves for all of our future ancestors. But what does this look like if a large amount, if not all, of the world does this. Like truly, can you imagine a society in the world? Is there borders? Do we still have countries? Who rules the countries? What kind of activities do we do? Is there a huge shift in the way our economy works? Like truly, what would that look like? And I don't have the answers, honestly. And I've been doing this for a couple weeks now um, of just broadening my visualization of that. And it, um, yeah, it's a practice that's been taking quite a bit of mental power. And it's kind of surprising. And and I thought I'd just share it with you um, because there's so much power in our thoughts. And then we're going to talk about the flip side of that in a second. But embodying this visualization of unity and we can visualize it for ourselves. We can work on ourselves. We can do better. But really, what would that look like? And just a little share about my visualization 
is for whatever reason, I have this very, very, very clear um, image from when I was reading a book called Pleiadian Perspectives on Human Evolution, and it shares about um, times, I guess we'll call it times and places, where the human experiment took place um, beyond Earth and beyond now. Um, and all that, not obviously not all that happened, that would be quite a record, um, <laughs> but basically some of the key points and the downfalls of humanity in those places and times. And for whatever reason, and I think it's because I, you know, I believe that I've had a, a lifetime on a different planet and um, I just have a really strong visualization in my mind of a time and place where humanity existed um, beyond planet Earth and we were able to find peace as a collective for a time. And in this space, there was communities of meditations um, and there wasn't hierarchy of, you know, better jobs, um, you know, people who are higher up or better off than others. Um, and really just this community of humanity um, dedicated to raising consciousness and I really think that this is the fucking key to everything this is this is the key is raising individual consciousness yeah we kind of know what to do to do that right we have yogic practices we have you know so many new age tools like the work whatever that is right so we have all of these tools to affect and raise our individual consciousness but how do we do that for the collective? And we do that collective for the collective. Here's where we're getting into it. Number one, by visualizing it, holding that frequency. If a mass amount of people hold that frequency, we can actually affect change in the world. And this is a scientific fact. Um, and if you're unsure about this, like sign up for the um, up-level workshop, which is going to take place Monday, March 15th to the 19th. We're going to talk a little bit more about um, the science of quantum physics, epigenetics, and neuroscience, and how those three scientific disciplines really have taught us that our subconscious mind affects the objective reality effects can influence objective reality so it's a scientific fact that if we hold this vision of unity and unity consciousness and what that might look and feel like that we can actually influence that outcome however and this is the biggest however is we have to do the collective shadow work and what is the collective shadow work well, if you haven't been listening to the podcast or the news, then, you know, I don't know what I can do for you here. But there's a lot of fucking collective shadow work to be done. And this is the 
It, this goes for anything that we're manifesting, whether we're manifesting money, a partnership, a career, friends, like whatever it is we're trying to call into our lives. Not only do we hold the vision, but we have to take the action. It's one of the laws of the universe, right? There's in one of the studies um, that I've done, there's 12 laws of the universe. Of course, there's the law of attraction, which we all know and love. Cool. There's also the law of action that we have to show up in the world. We're an embodied human being. We cannot simply visualize without taking action in the world because we are of the world. Um, and so we also have to look at why isn't here already? Like, right, if... If our thoughts were that powerful, which they can be, absolutely, our thoughts are very powerful when they are carried with emotion, but why isn't it here now, right? Why isn't unity consciousness here now? Why isn't our society able to fucking get along? Why are humans fighting? Why is there racism? Why is there oppression? Why is there censorship? Like, why are we told our bodies are wrong and shameful like there's so much wrong in this world right so why and the answer is we have a lot a lot a lot of we'll call them limiting beliefs but we we're the part of where this is the human condition <laughs> we have a lot of shit to sort through and the more resistance we have the more inner work we have to do to overcome that resistance. So this is the collective shadow work and the collective shadow work is about fucking showing up and showing up differently. Okay, so let's talk about pendulums because this plays in really huge. Okay, so when we think about doing the work, especially, you know, touching on those things that I just brought up, right? So we have all of the shit wrong with our society, right? How do we fix it? Well, a lot of us are coming at it from one side, right? We have the pro this, the con this. We have the people who are for this and against this. And like they go back and forth and who is right. And they are so strong. Like what is the truth? When these two people have such different opinions and they so firmly believe that it's the truth and theirs is the truth and there's large groups of people on both sides, that's a pendulum, right? So these pendulums are these hot button issues where we have a ton of people on either side. Now, when we are fighting for for or fighting against, we are putting energy into the pendulum. So what does that mean? If we're fighting for something, we're continuing to put energy into that thing. Um, let's see if I can think of an example. Okay, so 
the let's, well, maybe that's too controversial. (laughs) I have so many I could do, but every single one is controversial. And that's the whole fucking point is if we're for or against, it doesn't matter. Whatever we're putting a, a huge amount of energy to is giving the energy to that thing whether it's for or against, and there's always going to be the for and the against. Does that make sense? I'm sure. Like, I'm talking to no. <laughs> Send me a message. You know what I mean. So it doesn't matter if you're for or against it. You're putting energy into the thing, which is fueling that fire. So what do we do then, right? We don't just, we can't just be like, well, I'm not going to put energy into that. I am just going to meditate on unity consciousness. Why can't we just go into unity, right? Because we have to do our shadow work, right? And what does shadow work look like on an individual level, right? It's all about um, questioning our reactions on you know, putting a lot of questions back to ourself instead of into the outside world. You know, how is this equally true about me? Um, Can I see things from other people's perspective, right? Part of the work of Byron Katie is how is the equal, how is the opposite true? Or how do I have that belief that they have? like flipping everything around and seeing how we really don't have a clear perspective of truth. And so when we're really, really, really strong in a certain belief, we believe that we have the truth and we cannot see any other perspective. So doing part of doing our inner work and doing our individual shadow work is about starting to loosen up our perspective on um, a lot of these, we'll call them activating things in life. Now, that's fucking hard if we're in the thick of a situation that we have no control over and is repeatedly putting people into negative and triggering and activating situations. So that's like part of our work is to not necessarily fight against or fight for, but take aligned adjustments to make aligned adjustments and to take aligned action. And it's not that we don't have to speak up. It's not that we don't do the things to support. It's just the energy is different between I'm fight against women inequality, right? Inequality for pay for women, whatever it is. So instead of putting our energy into the anger, which I'm not saying that we can't be angry, and I'm not saying that the anger isn't fucking valid as hell. What I'm saying is, where do we want to put our energy? Where is that going to make the biggest impact? And putting energy, and this is where I've been sitting for so long, is I don't love putting energy into pendulums. I don't like saying... I'm for or against something, even if, 
Like if you listen to this podcast, you know. What I'm for is doing the best I can on an individual level, learning as I go, taking aligned action. And if we all did that instead of pitting on one side of the fence, what would that look like? And my question is, what do you think that would look like? Do you think that all of the people doing the work are on one side of the fence? Is that a belief that you have? And as shitty as some of the beliefs are that people have, where are they coming from? What trauma are they coming from? What guilt are they harboring? What's going on with them? And it's not an excuse But how can we get into the psyche of both sides of the pendulum, just get a broader perspective of the world and humanity as a whole because this shit's never going to end if we keep pitting against each other. And you're here because you're doing the work. You're, You're ready to look at your own shadow, right? You're ready to question things. So... What is that aligned action for you based on your vision of embodied unity consciousness? If you see the world in this ascension of consciousness, right? Where we're like, we can just fucking get along. Where kindness is a thing. Where compassion is a thing. How would you show up in the world differently? And I think that's the number one important thing is you got to look at your own, how you're holding up one side of the pendulum how you can still support the people who or the issue or the whatever without going on one side. Like if we could just eliminate all of the sides and just look at the issues and align our actions accordingly. And I really hope I'm I'm I know I'm on this path I'm going to get shit wrong. I'm not trying to invalidate anybody's experience or emotions. And if I am, I apologize. And you you can definitely tell me. But this is something that I found to be true and something that helps me personally. And I hope that it can help you too. I hope that together with everybody who listens to this podcast or watches it on YouTube, that we can hold that vision together and put more energy into embodied unity consciousness, less energy into the pendulum. And I'm on this side, I'm on this side. Like, can we just look at the issues, look at the people who need our support and go there? instead of putting a stake in the ground. Okay. And I've made all my disclaimers on that, that, you know, I'm not asking people who are hurt or traumatized or oppressed to not stand in their power. Fuck no. (laughs) I'm saying I'm here. (laughs) I'm here. And what can we do? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Let's take a second collectively before we seal in this podcast 
And I really want you to close your eyes and envision what does an ascension of consciousness look like to you on a collective or at the very least a community level? What would that look like? How would people interact with one another? What activities would we do if there was a almost complete or complete elimination of suffering? How would we act in the world if we were all happy? Because I swear to God, there wouldn't be any of these pendulum issues if we, there was less suffering and more happiness on all sides. Can you feel the emotional state that might come with that kind of happiness and that freedom of suffering? For all people. All people. where people get help, people can get mental health help instead of being incarcerated, where we have support programs. Like That's just the very start, right? We have like a lot of steps to get to this place of unity consciousness, but if we can even just imagine it, like I think it's so hard to grasp because we're so far, far from it, but we have to start somewhere. And that's where we take aligned action. So what are you going to do today to show up, perhaps put less energy into the pendulum and more behind your words and actions? And a little tiny baby bit more love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And again, if you haven't already signed up for that up-level workshop Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to noon each day, March 15th to the 19th. It'll be available for a couple days um, after the workshop as well. That's for you if you've meditated, but you don't do it consistently. If you know the things to do, but you just don't do them, um, you're not showing up for yourself in the ways that you already know how. You know the things, you don't do the things. Um, this workshop's for you. I'm here to support you throughout the whole way. So if there's anything that you need or if you want additional support um, setting up your 21-day meditation practice, basically I'm just here for you um, to support you. So thanks so much for tuning in and huge thank you to the podcast editor, Kyle Piper. Thank you so much. Have a good day.